So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. So, the two questions I got during the little quick Q&A were about teams. So many of my clients inside the room, you've made some of these decisions. Deb, you're running this high-powered team. I want you to listen for my members inside the room through the filter of what's next for my team? What's the next move? And if you're sitting inside this room, you're like, I'm not sure, I don't know. Understand, like, this macro problem of basically teams are controlling everything, go into your MLS and what do you see? The top 1%, team, 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 group, 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 team, 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 group, group, group. And many of you might be saying, I'm not sure if I can. Well, here's a little heads up, Timmy, everybody can. Everybody can start a team and the beautiful thing is, there's about 19 different ways you can do it. You have to be the architect, understanding what you want, what you're good at, how you want it to be, not how she does it or she does it or he does it, but how you want it. So let's start with this. You all remember the three little pigs? Yes? Anybody? So what do we know? There's three kinds of agents in this room. There's people that built their business out of hay. And when the market adjusts, they're done. There's people that have put some systems in place and maybe they use their CRM and they've got some marketing, but they're still a little mushy-mushy, but at least they're built out of sticks. And then there's people that I know that have absolutely built an undisruptible business that can withstand market conditions, changes, and challenges. And those people, they built it out of bricks. So tell your buddy metaphorically, which one is your current state of your business? Is it a little like, things change and it's gone? Or is it a little more stable or is it really stable? Tell your buddy right now, go. Jamie, you are crazy stable. It doesn't always feel it though, huh? Me too, I still like, oh, and then I'm like, now nah, we're killing it. It's usually the panic in my own head that never happens, right? All right, so check it out, guys. Shh. For all my elite clients and core clients in the room, I really want you to pay attention. What do we know? We know that teams are controlling the markets. We've talked about it for a long time now. We know that teams are selling. I'm helping one of my clients. I mentioned it yesterday. A team, not a brokerage, a team. He already has an offer for a very large amount of money, but we want to get to 10 million bucks. He's an agent. Look up here, guys. An agent selling his team. And we'll get to eight and a half, nine million, hopefully 10. That's what's happening right now in the marketplace because the big companies, the tech companies, the brokerage companies are realizing teams are controlling all the market share. That's where the action is. And instead of saying, hey, join my business, they're writing a check and they're buying companies. It's unfrickin' believable what's going on right now. And we've been talking about it since 2015. 80 plus teams have already sold since we made that declaration. And that's just through Steve Murray, not including anybody else. So. The power of leverage in the decision is the most important thing for all of us 
pretty much between now and the rest of the conference. Even though tomorrow, branding, Seth Godin today, branding, tomorrow, how do I get more listings? All that stuff is going to show up online and offline. You're going to get it all. But look up here, guys. Be honest. Raise your hands. Who has ever gone to a conference before, wrote down a bunch of ideas, and done nothing afterwards? Do you want to know why? Because you didn't go like this. Hey, Martha. Hey, Jose. Okay, you're my assistant. Let's get this shit going. Instead, it, it's like, um, can you come here? Can you come here? Can you come here? Just the three ladies. Run over here real fast. Go up the stairs. Run. Ooh, those heels are going to be fun. Come on, come on, ladies, run. Andale, andale. Come on, come, come. God. But your andale sucks. Oh, man, those heels are going to be interesting. Okay, right here, ladies. Stand right over here. By the way, careful with those heels, but damn, girl. Okay, line up, line up, line up. All right, you ready? Start going like this. No, 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 not, no, not, but I love what you're doing. She's like, why, thank you. <laughs> Just with your fingers. Okay, so you ready? Let me, let me show you something. Okay, this is my morning routine. And when I do it, everything in my business and life is better. This is the meeting with my assistant to make sure that everything is going to happen the way it's supposed to. This is my marketing plan to make sure marketing is happening, and the second that thing stops, I'm out of business. Keep going. This is managing my funnel, because a lot of the people want to do something later in the future, so I've got to have research phase stuff that manages and helps and makes sure and nurtures and all this. This is just me making my calls to my database and my past clients and sphere, which, by the way, you can't do that when you're doing these. And then guess what happens? So keep going. Then this is going on appointments. Now this is where it gets interesting. Take that right foot and start managing the transactions. Oh, oh man, that's gonna be crappy customer service. Okay, now you ready? Just in, in the left foot, I'm kidding. Come on, keep, what? Manage the transactions. Okay, over here, I want you to do market research and make sure that we are staying socially relevant and current in the market. So go, keep that foot going. Okay, over here, this is date night, sex, marriage, life, fun. Okay, now keep going, ladies. Keep going. It's January 1st. It's January 2nd. It's January 3rd. It's January 4th. Okay, stop. How long do you think you can keep that up? Now, what if all of those are just you? What happens? Is it hard? Okay, so what stops the second you get your right leg moving into a transaction? What stops? Your morning routine, meeting with an assistant, making sure my market is going, managing my funnel, making my calls and staying socially connected to my clients, going on appointments, your family down here, no more sex, no more fun, right? No more... What was that look? God. She goes, oh yeah, sex. I was like, all right, yeah, I got you. Are you married or single? Married. Okay, good. How long? 15 years. 15 years? Congratulations. Okay. Um, kids? Yes, two. Okay, two kids. How old? 14 and 11. 
Okay, so you really have to have both legs going at all times, right? And here's the thing I want you guys to get. And then you say to me, I want to grow my business and I want to take action and I want to do all the things I learned at the event. But that's what it takes to have a business built out of bricks. Does that make sense? Can we give these ladies a giant round of applause? Thank you so much. All right. Please help them down. Please help them down. Now, you tell me, isn't that basically business? Yes or yes, my friends. So let's talk about the decisions we want to make. The first thing you need to know is this. Take a look at the slides. In the U.S., because we have access to it for my Canadians, for my Venezuelans, for people around the world, we have access to the data. So in the U.S., what we know is there's 54,500 teams documented right now in the U.S. And you should write this down. They have about 230,000 agents. Do you all hear what I'm saying here? 54,500 teams out of the 1.6 million agents licensed in the U.S., 230,000 of them are either on a team or led a team. Then you say, well, how does it get broken down? 45,000 have four people or less. 7,084 have five to 15 people, marketing director, transaction manager, sales agents, videographer, and everything else. Then you basically have 1,600 people that have these mega teams with 16 to 600 people. So let's just stop for a second and let's play the ambition game. So tell your neighbor, the future is clearly in teams. Which of those team models do you think would be right for you in the beginning and what would be right for you long term? Share with your buddy, go. Which of those three numbers? You tell your buddy. Let's be clear, my friends. Really what we're talking about high level is the bifurcation of the intelligent agent. The intelligent agent realizes that the whole game is get out of being stuck and get into scaling. Get out of being stuck and get into being scaling. Like, how do I do more of what I do best? How do I do the highest and best use of my time? Look up here. How many of you are like, I am phenomenal at transaction management? Anybody? So one person out of 4,000. Okay, I got two. So two of you should either start your own transaction management business or you should find a bunch of artist agents and have them all go to work for you in your team. The rest of us, I would bet the highest best use of your time is meeting with a buyer, meeting with a seller, hanging out with past clients, doing an open house, doing something that is creative with people, yes or no? Yes, yes or no? So remember the money, $3,000 per hour versus like 25 bucks per hour? The second you're doing all this stuff, you're at 25 bucks an hour, maybe 20. You're doing all this stuff, you stay at 3,000. And the game is, how do I stay only at 3,000? You guys with me on this? How do I only do the highest and best? Now, if you look at it very simply, stuck, the stuck agents, many of you inside this room, you're out of time, you're understaffed for your ideas. This is what we were talking about earlier. Hey, man, I did average sales price $200,000. I've done $7 million since February as a brand new agent. You got all these things you want to do, but you don't have the team around you. So you know what happens? You go like this, rich, poor, rich, poor. Sound familiar, anybody? Market, 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 build, 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 get it going, get it going, have lots of deals. Stop doing all this stuff. Close the deals, get drunk, hang out. It all starts back over again, and you run that cycle. We want to get out of that. So again, go back to the numbers. The people at the top are all either 
starting teams or look up here, or they're merging with others and building super groups. Any NBA fans here? Anybody? All right, so nine of us. Let's go, Lakers. Who's your team? They suck. Their time is done. It's unsustainable. We have like three big men at seven feet. You guys are going to be dunked on nonstop. Who do you like? The Miami Heat. I like the Heat, but I really just like Miami, just in fairness. But they suck compared to the Lakers, I'm just saying. I'll take a bet with anybody on the Lakers. We're going to kill you all. Here's my point. What's happening in real estate today, my friends, is super groups are being formed. John and Lauren, my clients up in L.A., all of a sudden they get this partner who's a $150 million producer who says, hey, you guys did 300, I did 150, let's join together. We're seeing that happen more and more. And you know what that means? For the person in this room that's like a really good salesperson, it means you might be joining somebody else's team to only do what you do best. Does that make sense? Does that make sense to you, yes or no? Now, so let's just talk about it. Because I'm going to make a bold statement. Patrick, I believe the market we're going into is the end of the solo agent. Raise your hands if you're a solo agent. Raise your hands really high. Really high. Solo agent. I don't mean you're on a team. I mean you don't have a team. It's you. 100% of everything is on your shoulders. Listen to me, people. I believe fundamentally, let me say it to you this way, the audacity to believe the notion that you could be the best head of IT and actually get your phone working and know what your freaking passwords are? Anybody? Like some of you just need a person for that. The notion to think that you could be the best transaction coordinator, that you could be the best listing launcher, that you could be the best customer experience manager, rainmaker, digital marketing specialist, videographer, lead nurturer, showing agent, buyer specialist, listing agent, and lead negotiator at scale? Did I miss anything? Oh, that's right. Have a relationship, have some fun, go on some dates, have a good time. The notion that you can do all that in the competitive marketplace that we're in today, and then guys, and do it at scale is faulty at best. Where could you go to get tuned up, to get your mindset right, to get an unlimited number of marketing and lead generation strategies to win even more listings? The answer, my friend, is obvious. The Success Summit in Dallas, August 23rd through the 25th. If you want to be surrounded by thousands of like-minded individuals that are not buying into the noise, but instead staying mentally tough and most importantly, earning the money that they desire, then you need to join us. So to make your reservation, just go to tomferry.com forward slash summit. Make sure you put in the promo code SUMMIT15. That's SUMMIT15 to get 15% off your ticket. I can't wait to see you at this year's Success Summit. Look up here. My argument is I want you to have an amazing life, which means, Don, you got to level up and say, maybe I need that second assistant. Maybe I need just that first assistant. And I know the vast majority of you look up here. Look up here. You're not cheap because you wouldn't be here. You flew here. You got here. You put yourself up in a hotel, right? You're having lunch. You're having dinner. You're partying. You're not cheap, but it's the fear of hiring that person. Yes or no, guys? Be honest. And guess what? All these men and women up here have the same fears. Hiring their first sales manager, hiring their first videographer. And you know what it's like, guys? It's like this. It's the J-curve. It's I want to be up there, but I know I got to go down through the valley of despair before I get there. So when you hire that person, write this down in your notes. You ready? A, a typical, and you'll know your own market, administrative assistant 
full-time in the office, not virtual. Ready? Virtual assistant, write this in your notes, $1,000 to $2,000 a month. And I'm going to say this in the, with the utmost of respect for all of them that do it around the world. It is the cheapest labor on the planet. A thousand bucks a month, and they work eight hours a day. They will work six days a week. They live in the Philippines, and they will work your schedule, which means they're working from midnight to nine their time. And God bless them for doing that work, and they make a fortune in their country doing that work. And I have clients today that have four virtual assistants that are just constantly doing all the things they need done. So when they come in the office, everything is ready to go. And you say, oh, but $1,000 a month or $2,000 a month. What if it doesn't work out? Shut up. No, look up here. Shut up. What if it does work out? What if it does work? What if you get the perfect person who's like, I got you. I understand you. Don't worry. I've already taken all the training on how to become a real estate assistant. Matter of fact, the company, Virtue Desk out here, they already told us everything I'm supposed to do. I'm going to launch your listings. I'm going to do this for you, this for you, this for you, this. And you're like this. Holy crow. Now I know why some of you won't like that. Look up here. Because then what are you going to do? Oh, I got nothing else to do except market, shoot videos, go on appointments, make phone calls. Do you all get the challenge? So maybe you hire that first assistant and it's, it, you go, oh my God, it's like $60,000 or it's $50,000 or you're in New York and it's 120,000 bucks. In your mind, you're like, it's $120,000. No, it's 10 grand a month. It's $2,500 a week. But if you live in New York City and your average sales price is 3 million bucks, it's one transaction. One transaction and your assistant is covered. But what will that guy or gal do for your business? I'm telling you right now, my friends, this industry is evolving in front of your eyes. And if you don't start thinking about how you're going to leverage yourself to do more, you'll sell some houses, but you're going to be more miserable. I say, write this in your notes. You ready? Give up shekels for time and happiness. Give up shekels for time and happiness. Give up shekels for time and happiness. So I will gladly have four videographers versus just one so all I do is come in and go blah, 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 blah. And then I go hang out with my wife and I take my son and we go mess around and I go play golf with my friends and I run meetings and I do everything else. But I don't want to be behind the scenes trying to figure out how to use video and how do I upload it and what's the right SEO. I want to go like this. Hey, welcome to the Tom Ferry Show. And then leave and know it's all managed. How many of you get what I'm saying or say yes? Okay, look your buddy right in the eye. All my team plus clients, look your buddy right in the eye and say, you are understaffed for how big you think. Jim, Jim, you're understaffed. So now you ready? So the question is, the question is, ready? Which model is right for you? So I'm gonna give you a little heads up. Take a look at this. In 2021, 2022, it's pretty obvious you have six choices. So here's your six options going forward. And I want you to decide which one is right for you. You can become what I refer to as the artisan agent. So look, okay, look up here. Tell your buddy right now, your all-time favorite singer. Your all-time favorite singer. Like musician, singer. Who's your all-time favorite? Who's your all-time favorite? Man, do you, did none of you like music? What the hell's the matter with you people? Dre? Okay, I love that. All right. Whitney Houston. 
Beyonce. Beyonce. Okay. All right, so look up here. Shh. My favorite all-time ever, and I met him, and I almost died, is David Bowie. Now, if you understand the way I was raised, my uncle gave me a bunch of records. Like, I had Kiss Alive 2 and the Beach Boys when I was nine. My first concert was Kiss at nine years old. Do you guys know the band Kiss? And I was dressed as Ace Freely, face paint, makeup. My stepmom, Pua, took myself and my older brother, Matthew, and she picks us up, Timmy, at LAX in our old 300D Mercedes that had 8 million miles on it. My dad is in a suit and tie. He gets off the plane with his briefcase and his luggage, and we get in the car, and we drive straight to the Great Western Forum. And my dad, God bless him. I don't know if you know about my dad, but my dad is a superhuman. He comes across like a tough son of a bitch, but he is a superhuman being. And we literally, we are sitting at Kiss. I'm nine years old, face paint makeup. My dad is in an Armani suit, seven rows deep. They're doing God of Thunder, right, with like Gene Simmons. And my dad's like this. Like, now it may have been all the weed, I don't know. You with me? But then my uncle Kevin gives me a bunch of records. And he gives me records like Lou Reed and David Bowie and Iggy Pop. And I fall in love with this music, right? And I like it's theatrical and it's interesting and it's well written and I like all that stuff. But I was in New York City and I'm on the phone. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna date myself. Hand me that, throw me that microphone real fast. So you ready? I'm on my cell phone. Does everybody get the visual? And it's like, I'm talking to my little sister at like $8 a minute. And I've got Michael in a stroller, and Stephen is in Kathy's belly. And I literally am like this. I'm talking to my little sister. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm at this hotel in New York, and mom's here, and you know, blah, 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 blah. And they're all going to a show, and I'm in charge of babysitting. She's like, what's Michael doing? I'm like, he's sleeping. And she's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm just sitting in the hotel lobby, just chilling. I think I'm going to go for a walk in the park. And she's like, oh, that's awesome. And I go, oh, my God. She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, David Bowie's here. I got to go by. Click. And what I didn't know is David and his wife, Iman, lived in the building. So in this building, there's the residence tower and the hotel guest tower. I didn't know that. I grab the stroller and I just start following him. <laughs> and we get to the residence tower, which I don't even give a shit about. And they hit the button and I just got on. <laughs> and... Iman, his beautiful wife who was pregnant at the time, she turns, she's like, oh, your baby's so beautiful. And I'm like, oh, and I've, you know, I've heard that you're pregnant. Congratulations. Like, that's so exciting. Now, inside, I'm like this. Ah! David Bowie! Because I'm, I'm like this close. You with me? And he's like this tall. And I was like, I thought you'd be taller. But I remember talking to his wife and thinking, just be cool. Just be cool. Just talk to the wife. Just talk to the wife. So I'm like, we're talking. And then I, I kind of casually reach over and I go, hey, you know, I've loved your music for my entire life. And he goes, that's great. What floor do you live on? <laughs> Some of you get it. And I was like, oh, oh, I think I'm in the wrong elevator. He's like, I think you are. And I was like, I'm really sorry. And I turned back to the wife where I had a report. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. But God, it's really nice to see you guys. And could you guys get me down from here? And they're like, no problem. And he turns to me and he's like, hey, thank you so much. And you know, I appreciate it. And I'm like, hey, literally I have this record, this record, this record, this record. And he's like, oh, those are like all my heroes. I'm like, I love all of your music and I just appreciate you. And I'm like, that's totally grad. We get to the penthouse. They leave and go, bye. <laughs> and I 
go all the way down, slightly embarrassed, but I didn't give a shit. You guys with me on this? Because if I could have, I would have kissed him. I'm just letting you know. My wife knows. I would have been like, just in two seconds. Like, I don't, I don't even care. Like, he's David Bowie, right? So here's my point. David Bowie is an artist. He was a painter. He did movies. He obviously did a lot of music. But you know what David Bowie didn't do? You know what he didn't do? He didn't even manage his own money. You know who did that? Do you guys know Spencer Raskoff, that name? Co-founder of a little company called Zillow. Now he's out of there for the last two years. Spencer Raskoff's dad managed all of his money and his entire estate. You know what David Bowie did? He did his art. He would do pop-up shows in New York City and just jam in front of people because that's where he was at his highest and best. And then what did he do? He surrounded himself with people that he trusted that allowed him to do his art. That is the artisan agent, Beyonce, the girl that walked by. Beyonce doesn't move cord bags and say, oh, are the dancers doing the right thing? No, someone else makes sure the dancers are doing the right thing because Beyonce is going to come out and just be her best Beyonce. Does that make sense? So answer this. Are you more of an artist, a.k.a. you don't really know what day it is, you kind of suck at time management, you have three CRMs, you don't use any of them, but you're really good with people? Tell your buddy if that kind of describes you. Just tell your buddy really quick. And I know it's a lot of you, Jen, in the room up here too. Or, or are you the rigid, organized operator who goes to bed, or better yet, you go to your spouse and you're like, honey, honey, do you want to look at the spreadsheet? Because, like, for the spreadsheet, for that guy or that gal, like, that super operator, like, the spreadsheet is just like, oh, right? Like, they just, they just get so excited about it. But the artist looks at the spreadsheet, and they're like, I just don't understand all the numbers. They just go, do we have money or not? We have money? Okay, good. But here's the thing. You can't be an artist in today's environment and have to, like, cut your ear off to one day be successful or die before your art is worth something. In this environment, in this business, you want to be the artist, but be surrounded by the people that allow you to go produce your art. Does that make sense? Does that make sense, yes or no? Kristen, this is what, this is what we were talking about. Like, it's like, you're the star, right? Star of the show, that's your thing, go do that. And you got to go out and you got to hustle and you got to do your business, but all that other stuff's got to be managed. So ready? At this point, you either declare I'm an artist and you go, I'm getting a, v a VC, like virtual assistant, or guess what? I'm going to go get my own assistant. But for me to be involved in any of that other nonsense is not the highest and best use and you suck at it, right or wrong. Look, you want to know how I type? So you don't want me building PowerPoints or typing email. All you want me doing is talking to clients. Does that make sense? Now, option two, create a small team. You're a little more ambitious. You have lead generation down. You want to exercise even more art. You want to serve more clients. That's totally awesome. Option three, build a mid-sized team, six to 15 people. Or build 16 to 600 because you figured out how to scale yourself. But there's an alternative. Maybe you merge or join a team. Maybe that's your move. We have a ton of teammates in this room right now. People that their team lead, like you saw the Q&A earlier, the gal on Brandy's team, she's like, look, I'm selling 50 homes a year and I just work on this team. They do all the nonsense. I'm the artist. That is a brilliant move in today's environment. How many of you guys with me on this say I? If you're great with clients, let somebody else manage the minutiae. Or I have an alternative for you. Ready? Everyone read this out loud. Go. 
or lower your ambitions. Welcome to Tom Ferry Coaching. Here we go. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.